You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everybody. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I'm really excited. We have someone on the show today that's an expert in a topic that we have not talked about yet on this show, and I get the feeling that we're going to be having many, many, many more conversations about it, so I'm excited that he's here to introduce that to us. So Daniel Asian came to us through Emily Harrison, who we had on the show about the Akashic Records, and what I love about Daniel is he, you know, I would put him in that category of like fearless risk taker. Like I love ever since I connected to him, you know, he's all over the place. He's traveling, um, you know, sharing his journeys with other people and then just taking really bold risks with his life. And, and I'm excited for him to share some of that with you um, because, you know, here at Superpower Experts, we fully believe that that integrative experiential embodiment process is super crucial um, to really being able to harness your superpowers and have the impact on the world that, that you're here to have. And, and to me, Daniel really embodies that completely. And so I'm, I'm super excited to have him share his experiences with you all. So please join me in welcoming him to the show. Welcome, Daniel. Oh, thank you, Tonya. Yeah, that was a pretty nice intro. I think it sums my life up pretty well in this moment. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, that you just have this like fearless like essence to you. And, I, and I'm sure you have, you know, fears that you battle in your own constrictions. But but I love that you, you just do it anyway. You know, you're going to figure it out. So um, so before we jump into all that, though, what are your superpowers? Well, one of my primary superpowers is the utilization of tools. So I have a long background as a builder, a remodel carpenter, and I'm very well versed at learning how to use tools for specific reasons, right? So one of my superpowers is learning, developing, and teaching tools for spiritual progression. And so I'm not talking about conceptual things here, things that you can just think about and have, oh, that's a great idea. I'm talking about practical, applicable techniques and tools that you can use for desired results. Well, you, you had me at tools because, I mean, that's a big part of what we talk about here is that it's easy to talk philosophy and theory, um, but there really has to be the application. You know, I talk all the time about this is a discipline, like we are changing programmed behaviors. And if you're not willing to do something different or use different tools or incorporate it, but actually go through the process of it, um, then you'll just continue to repeat behaviors. And that means continuing to get what you've always gotten. And so, so that's why I was really excited to have you on the show to talk about spiritual connection through mudras, because, I, you know, that, that's a perfect example. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that's part of what you're talking about. It's a perfect example of a tool that can be utilized. But again, the tool is just the tool. You know, it's like the whole thing, like guns don't kill people, you know, people have to wield the gun and, and, and make the gun do something for them, whether you agree with gun control or not is beside the issue the tool itself has to be utilized and i think the mudras really fall into that category yeah absolutely that's true and just with the tool analogy there's a time and place for every tool so there's a time and place for an exacto knife and a time and place for a chainsaw and <laughs> you know, the two don't necessarily cross over and so when you learn how to use each tool safely without hurting yourself without doing too much damage and to get your desired result then you're really getting into the essence of using tools for spiritual growth. <laughs> I'm just seeing this image of like this surgeon in a surgery room with this like chainsaw. And it's like, yeah, please, please no. I, although perhaps it's been done before. It, so that was a great <laughs> analogy. Well, so talk to me, like, how did you get into, I know, you know we're kind of talking about the mudras today, but, and how did you get into 
to using those and, and what really, I mean, you have kind of a, a traditional ish background. What, what happened there for you? Well, the spark for me was during yoga teacher training when I was training to become a yoga instructor. Oh, I think it's been about seven years now. And there was the tiniest little bit. There was one mudra that had little explanation from the instructors, and that was Gyan Mudra, which is one of my very favorites and most powerful. You've, you've seen this gesture before. It's the OK symbol. So it's taking the tip of the index finger to the tip of the thumb, and the other three fingers are extended out. So... When I heard the explanation, just a brief, vague explanation of what this gesture symbolized, something clicked within me. And all of a sudden I realized like, oh wow, I love using my hands with tools to produce things and create things, right? As an artist, as well as a builder. So now I could actually use my hands as tools to create a result. And it's kind of like, so I like to talk about this too, that language, words have their own meaning. Okay, so if you know the word for door in the English language, you know what that means. Even if you don't know the word and you say the word door, somebody can hear you and understand what that means. But once you understand the definition, once you understand the meaning behind the sounds, now you can use that word with power and speak correctly about opening and closing doors. Okay. Well, and, and I love what you're talking about, about, again, this goes back to the kind of being in awareness of it, making the attempt to use it and all that good stuff. So, so I love the practical application piece. Yeah. And it really comes with an understanding. It's like you could do Gyan Mudra, you can put the index finger to the thumb and it holds its own innate power. But when you truly understand the levels of meaning and symbolism and circuitry that's happening, now it's infinitely more powerful. So let's, let's break this down even further. So tell us what are mudras? Great. So a mudra is a hand gesture, as simple as that. And you may wonder how many mudras there are. Well, how many positions can you put your hand into? The different finger positions, the different shapes that the hands can make, it's almost infinite. Okay. So a mudra becomes a physical antenna for frequency. We can imagine right now that every single AM, FM frequency is passing through us. CB frequencies, um, shortwave radio. We have Wi-Fi passing through us right now. Anybody that's listening most likely might be streaming potentially. You have Wi-Fi passing through. You can't pick up those signals unless you have a tuner or antenna. So it's not that the mudra or the shape of the hands creates an energy. It's that it acts as a fixation point to harness and focus the energy. Does that make sense? That's amazing. And, and I love it because because you're speaking our language again, the, the concept of frequencies and, um, and, and vibrations and stuff like that here. And so, and we talk a lot about the antenna theory and how, um, you know, which is funny because at one point in time I, I taught, you know, in the army, I taught electromagnetic uh, theories and stuff like that. But it's, so it's fascinating to be able to use an aspect of your body. And I think that's where a lot of people get confused is they don't re realize that our bodies are antennas and they generate this stuff. So, so talk a little bit about that, about what is the experience that you got into mudras, like realizing, I'd imagine it opened you up to tons of information about the 
Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Tonya, you kind of dropped out there right at the end. Do I still have you? Oh, I apologize. Yeah. So what, what I was talking about was that my mind just went ahead to like, after learning about mudras and really studying them, I can only imagine that you uncovered a ton of information about the body what was your experience with that well yeah you know it's interesting because my personal focus i am not an anatomy specialist you know there are people out there in the different uh, realms of yogic study that they really love the anatomy and i've never really been a huge focus in the anatomy right what works for me is the energetics what works for me is the ideas and concepts and energy flow So what really unlocked for me, quite honestly, is mudra practice unlocked meditation for me. It really opened up being able to sit in stillness, being able to hold a concentrated idea or focus or energy essence. And that's because, you know, you'll see nervous people or fidgeting people that maybe fidget spinners are such a big thing. You got to keep moving the hands. Um, Even the act of smoking is a very tactile thing. It's not just about the the drug delivery, it's about the hands moving and having something to do with the hands. So having the hands in a fixed point that then gives you a sensory fixation really helps with the mind. And so that was the big thing that I found the practice of mudras unlocked for me. And then I began exploring even further from there. That's really fascinating. Do you think it was more like the belief of it or the collective consciousness around it, the actual physical movement of it? What really attracted you to that or kept, not necessarily attracted you, but kept you going with it? You know, it's a little all of the above because there's a specific thing with the hands. Our hands are so powerful. They're the biggest senders of energy on the planet, right? And great receivers of energy as well. So there's a tangible shift that happens then there's also this interesting thing you know we talk about anatomy in the certain percentage of the brain that is used to hold the hands in a specific position so you have that going for you that um mental acuity that goes on there and then there's also the unseen energetics of the body like the meridians and so each different connection that the hand makes creates a different circuitry opens up and stimulates different meridians and then add all of that up with I mean, I guess a certain amount of mystique. I hadn't found much readily available information other than a couple short descriptions of kind of what some mudras symbolized. So I started digging deep on my own and finding more information to really fill that that craving for the knowledge there. Awesome. Well, very cool. We've been talking with Daniel Asian about spiritual connection through mudras. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, I really want to dive into kind of how you're using this to assist people and um, what it's done for you as you've implemented that practice even beyond the meditation. So we'll be right back. 
Awesome. We're back. We're talking to Daniel Alcyon here on the Superpower of Podcast about spiritual connection through mudras. And so, Daniel, before we get into how you work with people on this, like, I'm really curious about as you tapped into these other frequencies and stuff, what was your experience with regard to the spiritual connection? Well, it's, it's really lovely because the mind really understands things through symbolism, right? The language of symbols speak far deeper than the words of any language. And so the symbols of the hands actually end up telling a story. It ends up um, giving you a deeper understanding into something so simple, okay? So for example, we'll take that Gyan Mudra that we spoke of, the index finger to the thumb. It's so, such an easy gesture and you may have seen it on many statues and paintings and things like that. Well, there's, I could talk for at least an hour about the symbolism just in that gesture. But when you begin to understand what it means, there's this opening up, this like complete unlocking of the idea symbolized in that simple concept. Wow, that's just amazing. And so, so how do you work with people? I mean, there, there's so much complexity and yet it feels to me like there's also this kind of simplicity to it, which is this beautiful kind of harmony that you can create with your body. What, how do you work with people? Uh, primarily through guided meditation is the best way, whether I'm working with an individual client or teaching a workshop, through guided meditation of really helping people connect with the frequency that you're harnessing in each hand position. So every single one is a little different. And through a guided meditation, you can set the stage. You can help people tap into these because sometimes they're subtle. I mean, energy is a subtle thing. If you can't see it, smell it, taste it, or touch it, or hear it, we tend to not know it's there in our busy, overstimulated world. So tapping into the subtleties of the energetics is the predominant way that I help people find it, usually through guided meditation. Oh, that's really powerful. So what, what's a great uh, case study? What's a great um, success story from some folks that you've worked with with mudras? Oh, let's see. Um, clarity of mind and focus. I have helped a client that really had a hard time pinning down her visions of the future, exactly what direction she wanted to go. Um, there seems to be many, many options available, almost too many roads that she could potentially go down. And through guided meditation and then her own solo meditation practice, after we walked that road together, she was able to hone in and choose a very specific business plan, start a whole new business. And, you know, that's just one of several examples of how by using a mudra as a, a mental focal point, again, it's just a tool. This tool isn't going to do the work for you, but by using it, you can continue and this example, focusing the mind into one singular point instead of disparate and spread too thin. Well, and, and I love what you're talking about, about the idea of like you, you, you hold someone's hand, you help guide them and support them. But ultimately, you do a lot like what we do at Superpower Experts, which is, you know, putting people in touch with their own authority and their own ability to navigate the world, utilizing tools, which brings us back to, you know, that original conversation. Um, I, I love it. It's perfect. Um, so I know that some folks are going to want to know where they can find out more about you. Where can we send them? Well, you can check out my website, which is ecstaticexistence.com. It's a bit of a mouthful. If you know how to spell those words, it's easy. It's E-C-S-T-A-T-I-C-E-X-I-S-T-E-N-C-E. And you can also check out uh, the Ecstatic Existence podcast, which I host with my lovely wife, Rachel. And I'm looking forward to sharing this conversation on my show. 
So check that out. There's Ecstatic Existence Facebook page, Instagram. Pretty much that's the brand. You can find me there. There's a YouTube channel, etc. Awesome. That is so great. I really, really appreciate you coming on the show and just, just sharing some kind of basic information about the mudras and then really expanding it out into how it can be how they can be utilized to create those higher frequency, higher vibrational existences. And, and as, as you all know, all you listeners, you know, my bias is that that really is the determining factor on how we can harness those superpowers and unlock them and utilize them to do amazing and good things in the world. And so if this appeals to you and the, and the idea of using gestures and really that connectivity through that antenna space appeals to you I, I recommend that you check out daniel's stuff and and start feeling into this i i love it i didn't i didn't know anything about it and so i appreciate you opening my eyes up to it and i really just appreciate all the work that you're doing in the world and that you came on the show to share it oh awesome thank you so much tonya yeah the youtube channel and the facebook page ecstatic existence will both have some in-depth discussions about these mudras even the ones i mentioned today so uh check that out and you're really going to get a lot more depth instead of just hinting at what it is you're actually going to get some tutorials there awesome thank you so much daniel and um just again thanks for being you and for sharing what you do in the world oh thank you so much oh absolutely and to all of you out there as always we appreciate your loyalty and until next time go out uncover your superpowers and change the world take care everyone are you ready to discover your superpowers go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.